I should have looked it up, but anyway, I pull in in this driveway. I go in there, I knock on the door, or bell or whatever, ding dong, nothing. Nobody's there, and I'm thinking, and I'm we found thinking, this, this is stupid. Honestly, I'm like, this is this is phony baloney. <laughs> this ain't God guiding me. And I back up, and I look over my left shoulder, and there's this lady waiting on her porch, staring at me, just looking at me. Well, it's now or never. God bless. This is the second song. It's called Treasure off of the album Home. And I just keep doing these later and later in the week. <laughs> I, you can't get any last minute than this. Um, but we're here, and and thank you for being here as well. Um, your time is one of the and attention and presence that they're some of the most important um, gifts, strengths that you can bring to people and to life. So if you're listening, I I, I thank you for listening, and I and I, I hope you will be blessed in a in a special way by doing so. Um, you know this song, the the lyrics are real simple. So, you know, I just I think back to my early experiences. I wanted to. Oh, there's a train. I wanted to at least share um, from some of the guitar kind of standpoint um, of the 12 string of what this, like I said last week, sometimes a different guitar, a different amp, a different capo, they, they just bring so much out of a, out of a, it help you help me with that creativity. I'm not talking too well today. They help me with a certain creativity and something different comes out. So with this 12 string, I wanted to play on the 12 string and then go ahead and play on a regular guitar so that you could see if you hear a difference. So this is with the 12 string. This riff just jumped out at me. It's a very, you can hear the high notes, the. So I mean, right there is actually six strings because I'm not just hitting the, I'm hitting the. I'm also using another finger for the skinny string. So actually more strings than that. Two, four, six, eight. There's eight strings that's, it just adds so much. Big bass note, boom. But I'm also hitting that with. Now, let's go to a regular acoustic guitar. 
mean, to me, it sounds softer, this guitar does, but it's missing so much more of those just extra tones, extra strings. Like I said before, I'm not a, um, what's the word, a technical player, so kind of need to, to step back and to look at how that 12 string has really motivated and inspired this whole album. So, like I said before, it wasn't for that 12 string. I don't think these songs, a lot of them would have been created. So, um, as a guitarist, as somebody who's creative, get some tools, um, get some extra ones, try something different. Different songs come out of that classical guitar that I have. Different ones come from uh, another guitar that I've had forever. Um, but anyway, I just electric guitar. It's just interesting. So anyway, just a little guitar part. Now, going into the lyrics, you know, this, um, like I said, this, this started or at least inspired at Malabar Farm. Um, we found the treasure and actually I have crossed out amongst the trees <laughs> that didn't make it, um, a world of peace. Um, we found ourselves or something in between and, um, you know, that, that peace, I, I would say is one of the greatest treasures I've experienced in life, you know, um, oh, another train, um, it, when you, when you don't have it, when you have the anxiety and the fear, um, man, I, when I first sobered up, that's, that's all I wanted was some peace. And, um, I hate to say it, but it took a long time and um, a long time. I remember thinking, I remember being sober for 10 years and thinking, when am I ever gonna have some peace? And um, I, I don't know what happened, but maybe, maybe around 15 or 16 years, maybe, I don't know. Something happened, something clicked. Maybe it's medication, <laughs> but it took a long time for the peace to come. And that's one of the biggest things that I wanted. And um, it eventually came, you know, there's there's moments where, you know, not, not everything, not every day, not every moment is peaceful, but there is a, a inner peace that comes. And I don't know how to explain it. Maybe it's momentum, maybe it's, um, letting go, maybe it's experience, um, but it does come. And, um, you know, that was a, that was a big thing for me because, um, I just, uh, never had it. So when it shows up, it's a huge gift. So anyway, um, so going back, you know, this is going to be a fun, I can tell already it's going to be a fun one for me. Um, you know, looking back, I grew up in the Catholic Church. 
Um, they tried their best with me. <laughs> Didn't work out so well for me there. Um, no, I was just going through the motions, the religious motions. And, um, you know, part of my story is is just being an alcoholic. You know, I just loved to drink. It did everything for me. And, um, you know, I just ended up, ended up running and um, trying to run from myself. But <laughs> I followed right along. So anyway, part of my story is meeting this man, Nicholas, um, traveling from Ohio all the way to Colorado. And, you know, he, he lived it. You know, it was something different about him. And, um, you know, he was, he was happy. He just, he joked around a lot and he was a drummer. So that immediately drew me to him. And, um, you know, almost like last week with the started out, you know, I started out that journey and invited me to go to a meeting with him and it, it, it altered, it changed, it radically changed my life and uh, a 180 turn and um, how, how, do, how do I explain that I don't I can't you know I, I was would say that I was willing to try something different I was pretty banged up um, you know just emotionally from life uh, spiritually and mentally I just um really uh it's really struggled you know I didn't know how to how to live life um but anyway you know here's this guy and you know going to meetings but he he would talk about you know going and getting quiet and um he called it his uh medication time <laughs> I'm gonna go medicate <laughs> And it was his, it was Gator's example. Now, he didn't talk about it much. He would just say that. And somehow, organically, I just started trying it. And so, you know, I, I was riding off his wave. Like, I, I didn't know what was happening or what was going on. But... He would he would minimally talk about it, and he he would ju- he was doing it every day, and I would see him, and he'd have his motorcycle or his bug, you know, and um, I noticed him before when drinking, but when I sobered up, uh, it's a whole nother ball game, and so you know he he was always doing something, always going somewhere, and you know he would say something like you know hey I'm just go yeah I'm gonna go get some quiet time, yeah I'm gonna go up in the mountains go medicate. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I just, I tagged along. I, I mean, not physically with them. I, I've gone a couple times, actually, we've done it. It's a little different. But um, I just started doing it myself. And like I said before, Colorado is filled with places and, and areas and, and unexplored territory. I mean... That I just started doing that as well. And, you know, there's something about it when 
for me, it, it was one of the first times of tapping into that spirituality, into that relationship with God. And I, I had no clue what was going on. I just knew that I loved getting outside and trying to get quiet. And, you know, it was such a opposite thing of religion for me because it was to get out, get quiet. There was no cell phones then. They just started up. Get out, go explore. And I, to start off, I'd just be like, God, I just ask you to be with me. Um, because by then, you know, I was I was willing to pray and I started very, 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 very basic. In the morning, I would ask God to help keep me clean and sober. And that was it. I mean, there was a couple other things. I would hit a meeting each day. I'd read a portion of the big book and a thank you at night. And that's it. And so that was from the basics of finding that treasure, that, that quiet time. And, you know, one of the first times I just, I, I, I couldn't believe it because I, but it was like God made time for me or spoke to my heart and it was amazing. It was amazing. And I, and I fell in love with it and him. And, um, you know, there was, I would say to tie in some scripture, uh, it, it was, um, I remember coming back home for a trip for Christmas or something. And I remember, um, somehow finding my parents' Bible or something. And I remember reading back, it was something Old Testament with Moses and and from what it said, it, it said something like, and God spoke to my spirit. <laughs> and, I, and I could relate to that. That was the first thing that I related to out of the Bible was that, was Moses. And looking back, I, I thought I was going to be the next Moses. <laughs> I, I, I had no clue. I had no clue that that anybody could tap into that spirituality. No clue. And, um, you know, that was the first verse that really spoke to me. And uh, that was it, where Moses said, God spoke to me, spoke to my spirit. And um, I'll, I'll probably never forget that. But anyway, I wanted to take that Bible back with me, but mom wouldn't let me. <laughs> She wouldn't let that thing go. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, that's my burning bush experience. And you know, I just, I fell in love with being out in nature and just start hiking, start walking, and just say real simple, you know, God, please be with me. And I don't know if Gator taught me that. I don't know if that came naturally. I, I'm not sure, but it, it came and um, I think it was a stepping stone because, you know, I would do that. And then, you know, with the inventory later on, which is like a, was a mountain to me, um, you know, I'd ask God for help with that. So I think it was a, a basic thing. And um, so anyway, you know, there was a time when I did go hiking and 
I was trying to cut this gold. Um, it wasn't gold. It was some kind of a rock. <laughs> I thought it was gold or something. I'm trying to cut this rock up with a knife, and I cut my finger. Oh, I sliced that thing, and I had to cut my shirt and put a tie that thing on there. I still have the scar, but, um, you know, it, it, oh, looking back, you know, after that, I, I stopped looking for gold, I guess. <laughs> and so that, that treasure, I would say for me, the treasure is getting quiet and speaking to my God and hearing and listening and tapping into that wonder and amazement. Now, Nicholas would share that sometimes you can force your will or you can, um, how did he word it? Mm, sometimes you can make, you can hear something like you want something to happen. And so you'll, you'll he hear that. So I, I think there's truth to that for me. I think one of the best ways of going about it is just praying for God's will to be done. And, um, you know, I, I would say the main thing is that I started that, that, you know, and I would not have started if it weren't for Nicholas, him living it and him doing it. So in the same way, I'm hopefully inspire somebody to start off on their own spiritual journey. And, um, but you got to live it. You know, I can't just talk about it here on a podcast um, you know, I, I hope to inspire my kids by that. Um, any kind of prayer or any kind of, uh, connection to spirituality or God. So anyway, um, go there with the breeze. Will you go there with me? You know, kind of like I said earlier, it, I, I didn't, I didn't get there on my own. Not at all. Absolutely not. You know, sometimes it takes somebody to inspire us. You know, a weird thing is, is sometimes, you know, with basketball, one time I was watching the championship with uh, the player from um, Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Some people are going to be angry with me. I can't remember his name. Oh, he, he just, he, he led the way for his team in this one championships probably two or three years ago what's his name sorry y'all know it phenomenal player phenomenal man but that guy just watching him play basketball this is what came alive in my heart was you can do so much better as a father <laughs> how do you get that from somebody playing basketball I don't know you know even the even the high school, we went to a high school basketball game for Open Door Christian School, and this guy, Julius, oh, man, his effort, just, uh, he inspired me. And there's something about that that people inspire me, and it's a, it's a rare thing for me, but it does happen. But interesting how sports or that basketball recently um, – can open my heart or, or talks to my heart because, you know, he, he wasn't the best player. He wasn't the best shooter. He's a phenomenal basketball player. And I've seen him work a little bit in the summer when I would drop my son off. 
And he, he, the thing is, he just, he works hard and he plays hard. And something about that playing or that effort that inspires me. And the same from that uh, NBA player. Um, I haven't really followed him that much, but I really enjoyed his interviews and stuff. But um, anyway, I would say we need people or people need to see that you can get quiet that you can spend time with God, that you can put other things on the back burner instead of always being distracted or always being, always doing just busy, just being busy. And you can slow down and spend some time and invest in that relationship with God. But anyway, so... That middle part, I didn't even have that written in this older one. I don't even see a date on this when it, when the song came out. But anyway, this path leads to somewhere in a moment of truth. You know, maybe it's that burning bush. You're calling me to something better than where I've been. And, um, you know, I think it's an invitation. I think it's absolutely an invitation where, you know, you have this life, you can... You can do it. You can, you can be super busy. You can keep going, doing the same thing and, you know, get the same results. Or you can try something new. And I've experienced, you know, the spiritual realm. It's a whole nother ballgame. It's a whole nother world. And um, it's available to anybody that's open and willing to try. Uh-oh, here's Hannah caught me working again okay so anyway you know maybe I'll um, maybe every time a train comes or the kids interrupt I'll do a uh, put a have a word from our sponsors <laughs> oh by the way we don't have any <laughs> but anyway hey I do want to let you know, um, this album, you know, I've been working on a man course and I do want to put this out there because, uh, for Father's Day this year, 2024, uh, we, I have this, uh, 100 day journey for, for dads and, uh, for men, um, to help support them, um, with the kids and with the wife. So, so I want to put that out there. I do... I've got the, the foundation and the bones and the structure for that. Now, I do want to have something for the wives um, if they want to get it for their husband on coming up this year for Father's Day. But I also want to bless them in a way. So that's going to take a little more work. I'm hoping to get to that. Um, but I'm, this is what I'm putting out there. If you get something for your husband, I'm going to cut you a great deal, and I want to bless you in a special way. So anyway... That is a little word from our sponsors. Um, so anyway, on the original recording, fun fact, um, I just repeated that same line for the second verse. But later on, the words came out, you know, we found a treasure, an inner peace. And so I tried going back and tried to record that into that again. And there's something about recording where you 
It takes just one setting, one little click volume-wise, position-wise of the microphone, and it, it sets it, it's totally different. And it did not work out, so if I'm performing this live, then that inner piece is coming out. <laughs> but it did not make the album, and I'm disappointed about that, but sometimes you gotta work with what you got, and you know, that's was what we had. Okay, man, I'm really working hard at this. Um, anyway, so another moment for our sponsors. This Valentine's Day, two weeks, guys, I am whipping up this song, and I, I want to have, I want to have an option for your voice to be a special message to your loved one, um, and uh, it may be an option. So if I can put up a link, something like that, it's going to be real cheap probably 10 bucks or something, but it's going to be a special message uh, to your wife or loved one This for this Valentine's Day. I wanted to make it an option. So anyway, enough of these sponsorships. Let's see if Hannah leaves me alone for a little bit. So anyway, um, okay, for the end of the song, you got that bridge. Oh, no. Oh, no, don't let me miss this part. So better than where I've been. How long, how long before I learn to love? And it's got that pause. And then, myself. Oh, I love that part. Um, probably because it does have that pause because you think it's, it's done with that, how long before I learn to love. You know, for, we, we do have a, a saying in the program of, you know, come on in and we will love you so that you can learn to love yourself. And man, I have experienced that firsthand. And, um, you know, a lot of times with an alcoholic or addict, you know, for myself, um, you know, just come in with just a guilt and regret and a life of shame and doubt and fear. And you just have all this negative I did negative voices of self-hate, um, just hate in general, <laughs> anger, resentments. And, you know, that myself was a, a big part of that resentment list. Um, you know, whoever I was around the most is who I was most resentful at. And, um, you know, that self-love is such a hard thing, but I think if you experience it, I think for me, you know, I experienced it from Nicholas and the group there in Colorado, and uh, they did. They just lifted me up. They loved me like no like no other, and, um, you know, it's a cool thing to try and give that back, um, but for myself, you know, it, it, it takes time. It, you know, I'm still still learning self-love, how to take care of self and, and not be so hard on myself. And, um, you know, I have a lot more tools that I can work with nowadays. I had zip, zilch, because I, I didn't talk to anybody. I was so isolated. I just, you don't, you don't learn that on your own <laughs> unless I, maybe some people do, but, um, for myself, Nah, it was being around other people. They they loved me before I could love myself. And, um, you know, it's an amazing thing. 
it's an amazing thing. I, I believe it's God working through people. I believe, you know, he, he was working through that group, through Nicholas, and I'm um, very blessed to have that experience. So anyway, self-love, very important. You know, when I offer that workshop, this is a huge part of this song, is going to be diving into uh, self-love, self-care. Um, okay, the last verse. We found our treasure, a world unseen. The spirit realm. We found the spirit realm, or something in between. If we just go there, go with the breeze. Will you go there with me? You know, like... It, to me, you... That spirit realm is... You kind of do go there on your own, but like I shared before, you there's people that can help, that can help support that spiritual walk. And, you know, this is, I, I love sharing this experience. This is one of my favorites. You know, when I first started out in that spiritual walk, one of the first things that Nicholas taught me, shared with me, was, you know, you take action. You pray but you also take action. And one of the first times I played that was going into King Super and I was dropping off an application. And um, I remember saying a prayer for the first time ever for something in my life other than staying sober. <laughs> it's going to help to stay sober. I was desperate in that area and I needed help now. Because I knew I couldn't keep myself sober. I knew that 100%. And I needed any kind of help. And I was willing to try it. Now, did I believe that it would work? No. Honestly, didn't. So anyway, this is step two or another step of living in faith. And uh, I remember pausing and praying and just saying something simple like, you know, I'm going to drop this thing off, God, and I'm praying for your will to be done. And that was it. And then take the action. And um, there was some kind of freedom about it because I, I didn't have to be in control of it or I did my part. And so that's, that's one of the biggest things for me, you know, that fear or doubt just always was always there and is still there, still. And, um, you know, that's it, it helps when I at least make an effort. Because even with this, with the music stuff and the podcasts and stuff and the classes and workshops and courses, you know, it's like, am I just, just doing this for nothing? Am I just, you know, is this just something in my head like, you know, that doubt is just a, such a dream killer. And, um, you know, there's something about just doing the footwork and being, hey, I've done my part. Rest is in your hands, Lord. <laughs> and, you know, something that I learned from John, John P., um, my other mentor, sponsor, you know, he would, to add on to that, thy will be done, um, he would add on, Lord, please bless it or block it. And man, I've I've prayed that a lot. Um, but anyway, that was one of the first times uh, using that. I thought that was an interesting one. 
but that's not it. That's not all. It's, um, you know, there's something in the big book that said common sense in the spiritual realm, common sense, uh, it, just forget about it. <laughs> don't even, don't even try and use common sense. And so, you know, okay, one of the first times, um, trying to live and walk in faith, I was, I didn't know what was going on. I still don't know what's going on. But I, I, I started up this lawn <laughs> mowing business. And I, I had an ad in the newspaper. And that's it. It was like, call Red for... <laughs> Red will take care of your yard or something. And golden golden grass cutters. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't know what was going on. And so, kind of the same thing now. It was I was just going out there, and I would drive around and just look for people's yards and just drive around and see if, there was, if the grass was not mowed. <laughs> and I would stop in. And I was trying to tap into that spirituality, and I was just trying to be led by the Lord. And, you know, I felt like in my heart, like, okay, well, I'm going to pull in this driveway. And I'm just like, I don't know why the grass isn't cut. Or, I mean, the grass is cut, like, but I feel like I need to pull into this driveway. And I'm like, you know, is this from God? And it's like, you have that that doubt. And it's like, well, maybe that's not God guiding me or directing me. And, um, you know, I wish I knew there's a scripture that said something about that where, where God will, will guide your steps, but you got to trust Him or something. I should have looked it up. But anyway, I pull in in this driveway. I go in there. I knock on the door or bell or whatever. Ding dong. Nothing. Nobody's there. And I'm thinking, and I'm, thinking this is stupid honestly i'm like this is this is phony baloney <laughs> this ain't god guiding me and i back up and i look over my left shoulder and there's this lady waiting on her porch staring at me just looking at me and <laughs> drive just it's just almost like diagonal across the road and I pull in there I pull in there how do you how do you go from that that's the story of my life you know one minute you believe the next you're freaking <laughs> doubting I'm like no this this ain't this this is all bullcrap you know okay I pull in the driveway across the street And this lady says, would you mow my lawn or something? Or, oh, man, I wish I remembered for sure what she say. It's Dorothy. <laughs> she said something how she came outside and said, I was just waiting for somebody to pull in and mow my lawn or something. Some, it was something crazy. Or she said that to me. And how can you doubt after that? So I would say a life lesson I learned that day was, If it doesn't make sense, just try and do it anyway. Just show up. Just do it. And if you get your doubts, you know that you that you tried. You at least tried. 
And sometimes you got to go to the wrong house so that you can get to the right house. Sometimes the Lord's not going to lead you right to it. If I know anything about the Lord, usually he takes the long way. And I mean the long way. And so, you know, Dorothy was key, uh, a huge I talked about the Lord working through people. Dorothy She she was a big part of my um faith journey and uh <sighs> it's it's the people it's the people that live it and you know um uh so many people helped me out but it was Dorothy's example, you know, ended up mowing the lawn that day. It's not about the lawn. You know, Dorothy would invite me over for dinner, games. <laughs> it's like family. It's a... It was an example of what family is. You sit down together, you eat together, you play games together. You may not get along, you may not agree, but you spend time together. And she invited me into their house, into their home. And, um, you know, uh, she, she wasn't preachy. She was never preachy. But anyway, this is what I'm getting to. This is what I'm trying to get to. Uh, getting all emotional. This is um, her example, you know. And this is, like I said, this is very early in my spiritual walk. And, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on, but I was part of the ride. And, um, you know, when I would go over there, she would, I would mow and she'd be out there working too. And, um, you know, she, she, we'd be doing something and I would be doing uh, some other kind of yard work or something. She'd say something, yeah, 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 the enemy. <laughs> I remember her saying that for the first time. And she would say that a lot, the enemy. And I'm thinking, what is she talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, in the spiritual realm, we do have an enemy. And, um, you know, I started opening my eyes and up to her talking about that. And there is an enemy, the devil. And he's alive and well and he's got his little minions and, um, you know, there are good angels and bad angels. And, uh, 
you know, it was, uh, it was, uh, eye-opening to hear that and you know that's is just part of the spiritual realm and uh you know anyway it it helped start opening up my eyes um that we do have an enemy and uh i would say that would be that enemy would be a for me be a big part of doubt and fear and um trying to do things on my own and not trust God. And, um, well, like the Bible says, to kill, steal, and destroy. So that's what, that's what the devil wants to do. The devil wants to get you alone, wants you isolated, wants me isolated to get that uh, weaker sheep or... Uh, the weaker, younger one or something. And, um, you know, if I can keep it simple, that's what it'd be for me. You know, the enemy wants me alone. It's a huge, huge part of um, my past. And uh, I'm thankful for the community that I do have, for the people that are the support and the love that are available that God has sent. But actually, you know, Dorothy was a huge part of that. And I have another Dorothy story that I want to share for later. But, uh, you know, she really blessed me out there in Colorado. And I would say her example of love, there was just a warmth there in the house. And uh, she had this huge, they had this huge Bible right out in the living room. That was when she was selling the house. I remember seeing it there. But, you know, she, she wasn't, wasn't preachy. She just, she lived it. And uh, young at heart, just a beautiful woman, beautiful family. And uh, they really made it, they inspired me out in Colorado. That was early on. And I, I appreciate her love and, and uh, acceptance and um, teaching slowly, little bit by little bit. And um, God definitely connected us, and I appreciate life um, opening that door. So anyway, I had to tell that, that one because that's one of my favorites. Um, just the way it turned out, you know, where are you leading me, Lord? You know, this guy's not even home <laughs> and not 10 seconds later, I'm backing up and I look over my left shoulder to back up and there's Dorothy. She said she was just waiting for somebody to come mow her lawn. Now, hot, come on. Can you explain that? Now that is the spirit realm. That's spiritual living. And so did I know what I was doing that day? No, had no clue. But I was willing and I was taking some action. And I just prayed that the Lord would guide the way. Now, I do the same thing every morning. Hit my knees, Lord, please keep me clean and sober. Please guide the way. You know, that was one step to help me to um, build that faith. And I just, you know, it's the same thing today. So anyway... Man, the scriptures, um, name that one about Moses. Man, I would say James, definitely one of my favorites for this with getting that, that quiet time. And it says in James, I should have marked down, I'm not doing my homework. <laughs> I keep waiting last minute for these. But anyway, James mentions something, might be in five or something, that draw close to God 
and God will draw close to you. And uh, I've experienced that. You know, that's, to me, absolutely true. It's one of my favorites out of the whole Bible um, because I've experienced it. And, you know, is it easy to draw close to God? For me, to be honest, no. Back when, yes, absolutely. Uh, I was flying solo. And, uh, you know, now got work, got family, you got freaking meetings, you got different stuff going on. And sometimes you can, I can, just get so busy and you get into that mindset of go, go, go. And that to me, that's what shuts God out for me. And um, for living a spiritual life, it's not an option. You need that quiet time, you know. And then the Gospels, you know, it talks about Jesus getting quiet with, you know, away from people and getting quiet with his Father. And to be honest, I, you know, to start off, I, I wanted nothing to do with Jesus. Nothing. And, um, you know, it, it took me a long time to uh, be willing and open up. Um, wasn't until just hearing from him or meeting face to face or soul to soul. But I would go to start off early and I would just ask for, for the Father to be there with me. That's I, I, That was just the way it was for me. I didn't know what to call it. I was, you know, praying to God. But for some reason, something struck home to me. Maybe it's something from the meeting or something reading from the big book. Um, but there was something about a, a father to pray to pray to father. And um, it worked. It worked for me. It got it got the ball rolling. So anyway, um, man, if I can encourage anybody, get some quiet time. Be like Jesus and ditch the people. You know, like not all together, but sometimes you got to make quiet time. And, and it encourages me that, you know, the Lord went and spent that time with his father and got quiet. And it says, you know, like you know, he, he'd go climbing in the mountains and stuff or um, I shouldn't just say that. I should have something quoted, but um, to me, I, my imagination or my soul says that the Lord didn't just walk a block. I, I for some reason, I picture the Lord getting out and climbing exactly like I would do, and getting away, getting that space. And there's something about it, something that opens up. Maybe it's that. The truth of God's word of drawing, you draw close to God and he will draw close to you. And to me, don't take your phone. If you get out there and you're in nature, do not take your phone. Hit the do not disturb button or turn that stupid thing off. To me, it's a respect thing. And, uh, you know, maybe I picked that up from Nicholas. That's a huge thing for him, but... Anyway, I try not to take that phone unless, you know, I have to. You know, you don't want to hear that ringer going off out in nature. That's worst case scenario. <laughs> so anyway, oh man, I've blabbed on so much. If you're still listening, God bless. I hope you've been inspired and, um, and I hope that I've inspired you to, to get out there. I would say that's, that's just my main intention for this. 
to get out, get quiet, to live that scripture in James that says, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to draw close to God. And that's just one way of getting out in nature. That's how I started. You know, I didn't start with the Bible. I, I Like I said, you know, it's been a slow walk. To me, if I want to get close to the Lord, I'm into that Bible, and I love reading scriptures. It's one of my favorite things to do. Like I said, I got five or six of them, and um, I really I enjoy that time. And um, I should get out more and get quiet. Now, if I need some quiet time, I go to the beach. I like going over to Huron, out on the pier. But I like to go where somebody's not going to be. And to me, there's just something about that. But anyway, God bless. Second song of the album, Treasure. Next week, uh, we have coming up um, all night long. And uh, that's more about community, excuse me. And um, here comes a train, so I'm going to end early. God bless. We'll see you next week, or we'll see you down the road. God bless. We'll have the train take us out. <laughs>